Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Emma said, you're right there, sweetheart, to me a minute ago. I'm looking at Emma Doran, but she is, Mags is in my house. It's not Emma, it's Mags. How are you, what's happening right, right. now? Okay, okay. <laughs> Basically. I can't look at you. <laughs> what happened? What's happening? I am going to an event later. Mm. Right? Okay, still don't get it. Wait. Be patient. Going to an event. And I was told that there would be hair and makeup. Oh. Right. So, of course, like any Irish woman worth her weight, I was like, I'm going to have to wash my hair before someone touches my head. Mm -hmm. Got into the shower, looked out the window, and I said, fuck that. I'm not washing my hair. So what I've done is, I whacked a whole lot of dry shampoo in my hair and I've curled it with the GHD mm-hmm. and I've pinned it up because of the weather and the extremities and all that. I've put a scarf over my head. Now, I did have a smaller scarf, but I couldn't find it. So I've just got a big, huge fucking penny scarf on my head. And so I play a character whose main thing is she just wears a scarf on her head. So that's the story now. I don't know. Look, can we just say something as well? I want to be really honest about this and I've thought about this for a while. Should I say it? Should I not? You're looking at me absolutely panicked now. A bit of real talk. The Dyson is a waste of fucking time. (laughs) I'm telling you now, girls, okay? I'm doing that for you. I've put myself on the line. I'm not doing any Dyson ads. Yeah, the Hoover, whatever, but not the hair. Oh God, the Hoover. It's a waste of time. Are you talking about the air wrap? Air, Air wrap. Waste of fucking time. Can I throw just my weight behind the corral? Yeah. I have to. The straightener? Yeah. The wireless straightener? I love it. Well, yeah, I tried it in Cork. That was good. The air wrap now. It's, it's, I either turn into an extra from Dynasty who wasn't sexy enough to get in the same shot as Joan Collins. Oh, yeah. With the massive hair. Or 
it straightens it better than any hair straightener I've ever used. Well, yeah, it's, fairness, it's between two things. I did have a go of it in Cork and it was very good. But the air wrap, I use the curly brush on it and you can give your hair the volume and all the rest of it and flick it in, flick it out and whatever. And it looks lovely, but it would just not hold a curl. It won't hold a curl. I've gotten the pea spray, the white bottle that you get from Terry says, I've gotten that, I've gotten everything. Now, understandably, I don't really have any layers in my hair, but come on. It's the air wrap. I, I feel like I'm you... I'm going back to curling with GHD. But I think you need to have a master's degree in the air wrap to make it work. That's I my my between dynasty and straight I hair know. is the air wrap. The corral, though. That's what I would... T- if you wanted to treat yourself for Christmas or someone... How much is that? It's expensive. Like you could just do it, but I freaking love... Okay, well GHD love, was back. Have you tried to curl it with it? I curl it with my corral all the time. Oh, That's okay. the only thing I used to curl my hair. Because I would always get wires. Right, okay, yeah. And you... They'd be around the hair and I'd be like, how do people do this? But the corral takes the, takes the thing. Okay. That's the only thing I used to curl my hair is that So if is anyone that wants to buy a Dyson air wrap, hardly been fucking used, girls. Uh, DMs are open. Mmm. I still use it to dry my hair and all. You do look as though you are directly out of whatever hairdressers was in Coronation Street in 1987. It is a beautiful thing. There's even tassels hanging down the back of your head like you're going to tell my fortune at some stage today. I just look, I'm teetering on the fucking edge. You, she's been all hyper and giggly like a child. (laughs) Fucking... It's okay. So you looked outside today because we are speaking to you from the past. It's storm. Agnes is just hitting. It's brewing. And I feel like we used to be made of hardier stuff. That rain like this when I was younger was like, like, forget the Spartans putting their baby on a mountain. This was how we were born, like windsheet or skin. Okay. And it's like we shed it when we're older because I'm walking around today in the rain going, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, this would not have bothered me. A few years ago. I don't know if if Dublin, if the East Coast weather has made me soft or something. Like this sort of weather is what Galway laughs at. Ah, yeah, but it's always raining in Galway. Oh, it makes you hardy though. When you learn, when you first live in Galway, that you will go through five pairs of shoes in a month if you don't buy decent shoes. That's where all Doc Doc Martens, they're part of Galway people's skin at this stage. (laughs) But the rain, the rain sheeters, it just felt like we were hardier. Hardier. We weren't because the coats weren't as good. People were dressed in children in fucking duffel coats. We were going to school in fucking gabardines. What was that all about? <laughs> Cardboard coats. No, we weren't. We just, it's drugs or drink or something we've forgotten. It was shite. Something straight to the drugs. Remember we drink. had Sky and Sky disappeared? No, Ireland was shite. The weather was shite, it was shite, it was shite. And now? We just have more places to vent. Anyone can vent now. You don't have to ring up Joe Duffy to vent now. No. Because the community venting is great. Yeah, it is. It is. a bit of a community vent. Oh no, I don't begrudge anyone that. No. I think that's all it is. It's just you're, you're more aware of people venting now. I don't think we were hardier, were we? I swear, I think we were hardier. I think that there are people looking at us today going, ye, uh, ye don't know you were born. Look at ye, fannying about, running to your cars. Well, what's the alternative? Do you want, do you want women 
to go back to having kids until their wombs fall out? Like, what is that what you're harping back to? The good old days. What what exactly are you looking for here? I was reading a book recently and a character in it has to go to the gynecologist and she's getting a lift from someone and she the person who's giving her the lift doesn't ask her anything and she just turns to her and she's like, my insides are falling out. Jesus like, Christ. Very hard to put it in the back end. Just a really nice, enjoyable, light read. Um, you have the yeah. the mammoth task of the car she pulled up outside the house today lads Mags in her brand Mags's business is going well she is telling some serious fortunes because that car is looking good the Skoda's happy to be seen beside it the car is nice but it we don't know the identity of the car are we going like your car is actually identifying as a cat what's happening the car has two different reg plates. I didn't notice until I got home. Now, a whole lot of drugs have just fallen off the coast of Ireland, the southern coast of Ireland. Yeah. Was was your car involved in one of these deals? I don't was know. it buying trawlers in Wexford I might just on check Sunday? If there's a spare tire and just see if I happen upon anything. <laughs> there is two different regs. And I emailed your man who sold it to me. He was on he was off. Yesterday when I went to collect the car. And his response was, oh, Jesus, Emma. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Actually, I'll give you his response. Wouldn't that be so lovely? misquote him. But it's sort of, do you know what? Forget those Waze apps and getting around all the speed vans. I've got you sorted, girl. No one, ah, no one yeah. will see you coming. So I just was rallying up and down the M50 last night, nowhere to go, but just for the crack, do you know what I mean? Because I knew it was for free. He goes, hi, Emma, Jesus, apologies on that. Just spoke to the lads in valeting. They had two Kajars going out and mixed up the plates. Can you pop in today? I can't, love. I couldn't squeeze you in today. You'll have to see me tomorrow. Jesus, says he. How does it feel to be going around in a car with multiple identities? Oh, I just, even when they say to you, and if there's any issue, you can call. No! No, I'm not calling back in. And if you ever, if there's any, just call back. No! Not calling back in. The young fellow who gave me the car, right? So the fellow who sold it to me, he wasn't a young fellow. Jesus Christ, this mag scarf is going to be brain. He's fucking a few years younger than me. He gives me the car and like gets into the car and I'm like, what's your head? It's like this tank is empty. No. I think your man said to me in the email, he said, oh, you have a full tank for you. And he's like, did he? And I was like, well, unless it was a joke, it was like pretty shit fucking joke. I thought I was going to have a full tank. The little pet went across and filled it up of petrol. And I was telling Ella and Ella's like, oh my God, you're such a fucking Karen. And I was like, excuse me, I'm trying to figure out how to drive the car. I don't want to have to hit a petrol station straight away. Ella called you a Karen. Yeah. For asking for something that you were promised. Yeah. I think that's an over-exaggeration now, Ella. I'm going to have to jump in here. So, yeah, I didn't notice with all of that going on, me looking to try and mooch a bit of petrol, that it was wrong plates. And it's not just wrong. They're different years, it's different counties, it's all different numbers. Who knows? So you could, you know, it's for anyone who wants to act younger when you lie about your age for ages. This car is going around, lying about its age, pretending that it's one thing when it's not. 
It's everyone's fantasy. It's it's on Tinder right now. Gaslighting other cars. She gets a bit of a clean up and she's like, oh, I'm a year younger. So, look, I mean, pain in the absolute hoops. Couldn't go today. But as well, I'm like, there's a storm. So, yeah, we're not as hard as you used to be. <laughs> Luckily, it's having a new car. I'll be down to <laughs> But, yeah, so I was disappointed about that. And you've overcome that disappointment really well. You're yeah, channeling it in yeah, such a good chill, way. Chill, chill, chill. Good vibes, good times. Um, I have to go and get the car for NCT. Didn't realise that when I bought it as well. So there we go. That's another day out. A lot of people would say that this is this is an Emma issue. Bart. Well, there was some people that said to me, it could only happen to you. And I was like, what's that supposed to fucking mean? Uh. Because we were talking about this at work, this phrase. Yeah. If I say, what's for you won't pass you by. What does that make you want to do? Oh, it depends. What are we talking here? In anything. Anything. In anything. You've heard that phrase out of nowhere when something's happened. What's for you won't pass you by. Look, I think when people whack out that phrase... First of all, get off Facebook. It's it's a real whack if I'm on Facebook liking memes and quotes and stuff. You know, these cryptic quotes and whatever. Usually a black and white picture with the text over it and somebody standing on a pier or on a beach or something like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But what I would say is it's these things are, it's time sensitive. Have I just found out about it? Or have I been able to digest it? You say that to me, what's for you won't pass you. You've got to say that to me. The prompt there is I have to say to you, oh, look, fuck it anyway, it doesn't matter. Then you can say, what's for you won't pass you by. But don't say what's for you won't pass you by when I've literally just fucking found out about the thing. It feels, for me, it makes me want to rip my fingernails out. And it always has. Because it makes me think, so... That child that was born in a shanty town yeah. that is spending their life, you know, trying to get tin together so that they can have a meal at the end of the day. Well, what's for you won't pass you by. It makes me think that it's a very privileged thing that we live in a very nice world. We're very lucky. Yeah. And we are. Most of us are extremely lucky that you can say it that way. And then I think about the billions of people in the world who don't know where their next meal is coming from. And it kind of rattles me. It gets me really like, oh, Whereas I do know people who, and I totally understand why people would live by this. I did a poll on Instagram okay. about what's for you won't pass you by. How do you feel about it? 22% of people love it. 38% of people believe in it. They believe that what's for you won't pass you by. Yeah. 10% of people don't care. And 31% of people are like me. They It makes them want to rip their nails out and they absolutely hate it. Okay, but you know the way, like, if you were telling me something that you were disappointed about and I panic, that's a panic, it's a panic sentence, right? It's a panic thing to say to somebody. To fill the space. To fill the space, that you can't sit in the silence. You know, when probably what you should say is, yeah, that's really annoying. Or, yeah, that's really shit. Mm. Or just agree with the person, because sometimes you just want the person to agree Mm. that you have every right to feel the way you do, that you're disappointed, upset, sad or whatever. But say if you told me something you were disappointed about and I, it came out of my mouth, it slipped out of my mouth. 
And I said, oh, what's for you, one part of it? And then I was like, shit, why did I say that? If you start going on to me about shanty towns, I think that kind of cancels it out because when people start saying that kind of stuff, when people kind of start saying to me, and I'm like, um, that takeaway was absolutely fucking minging. And someone's like, yo, there's people starving in the world. I'll be just saying, okay. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. It's, it's the like same you, thing. You talk about shanty towns. <laughs> I can't. It's a glass half empty sort of look at the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is the, you know, oh my God, I fell down my stairs today and broke mm. my leg. Well, at least you have a stairs. You know, it's that Twitter yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah, oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do get that. But for yeah. some reason, my entire life, every single time I heard that, it always blew my mind because I was like, but what about all the people that aren't in this situation? Yes. And I, it is fill the space and I wish I was one of those 38% of people on this poll that believed it. Do you believe it? No, not at all. Oh, I kind of do. See, that's nice. <laughs> like, that things happen in life and they build to a purpose and yeah. you come back and you look at it and you're like, I have learned from something and my life was meant to go this way. Yeah. But it also takes responsibility of your life out of your hands, right? Kind of going, oh, it's faded this way. What's for you? I won't pass you by. No, I don't, I don't believe in the, like, I believe if you're working towards something. Yeah. And there's bumps along the road, whatever, that they're all just um, part of it. You just don't realise. But isn't that all down to your, that life does take work? You know, you can't just sit back. I suppose I'm thinking about it because I'm Uh hearing it a lot. Uh I'm one of those people who's trying to buy a house. Yeah. And a lot of it has been, what's for you won't pass you by? And we lost out on one recently and I was like, I can't, I can't. And it's lovely. You weren't ready for it. That's, <laughs> I am. I'm ready for that. No, I mean, you're no, I didn't mean the haze. <laughs> oh, you're saying I wasn't ready to hear. You weren't ready to hear that. You wanted people to just go, oh shit. Yeah. You didn't want people to say, oh, what's for you won't pass you by? I've had a lot going, that wasn't the house for you. I'm like, any house is for me right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, doesn't. that's, that is annoying. <laughs> but it's a... hard to see. I think that it's an awkward thing, isn't it? To sit with somebody in their disappointment about something. You want to make it better and you want to make them feel better. Mm. So you feel like there's that pressure there to say, as you say, fill the silence, fill the space with mm. something positive. Yeah. But like not today, maybe in a week. But we do throw it out for like real hard life events as we were going to do share your shame in a while and none of the things are shameful it's just people who got in contact about being disappointed and it's going to put life into real perspective because I've sat here going oh my god and the reaction to be told what's for you won't pass you by and you're just going oh maybe we should maybe we should throw it out when it's not really harsh situation because this is just a house like who cares it's grand I've got a roof over my head I'm very lucky yeah you know it's it's grand we're getting into shantytown talk now again (laughs) do you know what I mean you gotta remember that (laughs) gotta remember that Mags right shantytown women no I tell you what is I know like the first one that pops to mind is when you know there's some saying about uh, people get the children that they can handle or like God wouldn't give you like a special child if you couldn't handle it. Oh God. That really annoys Like I'm annoyed on those parents' behalf. Just acknowledge that they have 
it's a hard road. Yeah. And it's a lot of, you know, extra work and extra ups and downs and mm. like just acknowledge that. Yeah. And their life is probably more isolated than you. It is a lot harder. Um, I've seen people comment that on people, you know, people's posts or whatever. That you wouldn't have been given yeah. this hardship regardless of anything. <gasps> that, I mean, it sounds, you know, on the surface it sounds nice, but it all, I think all it does is it's just trying to dismiss the, um, just like let people have a little, not even a little moan, just let people express something yeah. if they want to. yeah. I was walking home from having a really nice night the other night. I was inside in the George with a few mates. Great crack. Yeah. And then I was going out to get a cab and then I I passed a woman on Georgia Street and she had cut the whole, like there was just blood everywhere. She cut the whole way down her arms. And I was like, where is the blood coming from? She She was in an awful state. Yeah. And she was crying about her children. I just want my children back. And she was obviously in a bit of a hole. I, I was like, you know, when did you take something? What's happened? And she was like, I have to, you know, to get through the day. But there was blood, I mean, everywhere. Okay. All over her arms. So I called the guards and they were like, you know, where are you? We'll get someone there as soon as we can. And then she was just crying about her children. Uh-huh. Just kept crying about her children. I just want them back. I just want them back. This is two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. And then I tried to keep her there. Because there was so much blood. It had coagulated. But I mean... Okay, yeah. Up. She didn't slice across her arms. She went right up her arms. And I was like, oh, sweet, divine Jesus. Mm. I hadn't really seen something like that. And I was like, how long have you been walking around that the blood is now coagulated? And you're just walking up and down the road. Mm. And where do you... And then she wandered off. And I couldn't stop her. She was gone. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, where is that? It was real... It's re- it's really stuck with me. Like, okay. I came home and I just sat down on the couch, shaking for like an hour, going, what the hell just happened? And it's sort of, Jesus, when you don't see it, I really do like the world I can live in sometimes. That you don't have to think about things like that. Uh, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, it, it was a real shock to the system. Yeah. And that we don't always, we can't always put ourselves into someone else's shoes because it's no. so alien to us. No, you can't. And even like your brain protects you. Yeah. Your brain. I know myself, I see lots of things. Um, Just on the news or whatever. And I know by my brain that my brain is like, no, my brain won't fully process it. Because they're like, we don't, it's crowded in here already. And you're grand. And we have to get. You're our- losing your mind about a fucking care. <laughs> you don't, you, no, sorry, love. You know, so, yeah, I, I totally feel my brain at times just like, oh, no. We have to give ourselves a break because it's all of the time that it's coming in on us. It's kind of nice to be disappointed in just small things sometimes, though, isn't it? Ah, yeah. Like, I'm that takeaway was a letdown. How they adapted the second book of Bridget Jones' diary. Because the book was so good and the film was so shit. I am constantly disappointed every single week. So gigs don't go the way you kind of would have hoped they did. Then you go and have a gig the next night and you absolutely rip the place and you're like, no one's going to ever know about this gig. There was 50 people here. But then it doesn't matter because it's like, well, you just got to go on to the next gig. It's constant. It's got to be tough. But you get used to it, I feel. Really? So now I'd say 
oh, it wouldn't stay with me too long. And like a career disappointment. It'd be more personal disappointments that would last now. Career disappointment would not last. No. But disappointment has to be a part of life. It's where you bring in the phrase, the grass isn't always greener, really, don't you? Because you can sit there and go, there's always someone striving for someone. And that's that's when I look at my picture of J-Lo with her normal hair going, J-Lo has normal hair like the rest of us. It's cinched to shite. So the grass isn't always greener just because we don't have as good wigs. Well, it's that thing of when you get with someone, they say you actually only truly start to get to know each other after 18 months. So the first period of time is the honeymoon phase. 18 months. Yeah, so it's all your hormones and endorphins and all that and the, you know, the fact that your smells link up and all of that kind of thing. And you only start to really get to know them actually 18 months in. Which is a long time. Especially years ago when they got married after three weeks because you couldn't ah, have sex beforehand. Fucking, ah, come on. They hadn't a, they hadn't a breeze. And a clue. They had a clue. Like that's, that's a bit dodge. Now I did kind of move in here immediately after we started seeing each other. Yeah. But you know, there was no wedding or anything like that. There was nothing like that in the horizon. You were just on a little bit of a mooch. You were so on like a mad mooch. We can always get out. Like we're still able to get out. It's fine. Think? Yeah, we could still yeah, get out. Yeah, if you're going to buy a house, you're fucked then. There we go. In. It's about time. We've it's we've had a few 18 months go by at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of in yeah. that situation. I am just kind of thinking, that's really, I never realised that people say that it's 18 months for you to get yeah. to know someone. That must be the same then in work relationships. You know, which can be really intense and friendship relationships, you know, as you're growing up. Yes. And friends come and go. That must be the same. Yes. Yes. That you only know after. Or maybe it's different timelines for, I'd say in lots of ways you can kind of nearly get to know the people you work with quicker than somebody you're dating, depending yeah. on how often you're seeing the person you're dating. Yeah. Because disappointment in someone you work with doesn't really matter, does it? Doesn't really matter. But I, you're seeing the person, the people you work with, you're kind of seeing a, a shitter side of them. It's the morning. It's during the day. You see them with Tupperware? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what I mean? You could be dating someone for a year and you've never seen them with a bit of Tupperware. Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, so is he putting his... He's putting his sandwiches for work in that stained Tupperware container that you clearly had balanized in last week. Is that who I'm with? Do you know what I mean? You find out... You, you, you suss people out a lot quicker when you work with them, I feel. No one can be... George Clooney couldn't be sexy with Tupperware. That is such a good point. Carrying around your lunch. Tupperware? What's in the bag? My lunch. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And there's all that one press at work. Because then you're like, you don't actually care. The the Tupperware press at work. Where it's like, lads, we're throwing out the Tupperware unless someone comes to claim their Tupperware. Oh, yeah, God. Or like the people who freak out when... Their cup goes missing or, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like the people you work with, you get a kind of, you get more of an insight into them quicker. Not always, obviously, okay, a lot of people start dating and they just like crank it up straight away. But if you're kind of going on dates with somebody and you're meeting up like twice a week and stuff, it's pretty easy for them to like present a certain image of themselves. Not as easy in the workplace. Yeah, no, no, no. Are you judging people who have their own cups at work? 
No, but I'm judging people who freak out and they can't find us. Okay. I'm just judging that. No, no, no. The three of us this morning. Where are the cups? Where are the, where are the cups? Yeah, it's just that kind of stuff. We're like, we, sorry, can we just, like the forks are fucking discreet. Like, okay. That's what we do. I heard a, we're in. Are you hoarding the forks? And I was, I came out, I was like, yeah, what? I came out of the change room. Have you seen the cops? Tommy shouting down the hallway. I was like, no, I haven't seen them yet. Can't find them anywhere. Adam's like, you've not found the cops. Oh, you see, that's okay. But people like... And then Anna found them. Thank you, Anna. People doing inquiries into... Or even when I was waiting for the car the other day, right, they had a coffee machine and they had... A, uh, oh, you were in a nice dealership. They had a coffee machine. A coffee machine. Yeah. Beep, beep. They had... What are you a, rolling your eyes for? When we got a coffee machine in Virgin Media, we genuinely like, this is it. Oh we God. have reached the pinnacle. There's we nothing. can offer people coffee. Oh, come on, there's nothing in Virgin Media. There's actually Jeez. nothing. And that's how we like it. We're bare bones. We're raw. We're there. We're yeah, in your face. grassroots. We're yeah, on yeah. air. Uh, this thing, they had something uh, stuck up on the coffee machine. You know, at the bottom of it, right? They had an arrow pointing to it and a piece of paper going... This is not a. This is not a uh, a sink. This is not a drain. This is like an overflow thing. So you know, like the little thing to get the overflow. Yeah. So somebody was obviously like, "Oh for fuck's sake!" Someone is just slopping tea and coffee down this yoke, and I have to keep emptying it. Like you would, you could be going out with some for years, and you would never know that they were the person who printed out that <laughs> and put it up at the coffee machine. They didn't just go, do you know what? I'm actually not getting involved. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So. You wouldn't know for years, but someday that will come out. Truth will out. Truth will. But like, if you're disappointed, if your husband has a constant disappointment. That's very tough. But you know what? What's for you won't pass you by. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Well, we do, because this is a varied response. And I think this is going to put stuff into real perspective. Okay. For people. You know, sometimes you need a bit of perspective. Ah, yeah. When dad died, when dad died, mom was savage. Okay. For for the, what was going on health wise from the hospital. Okay. People getting sick, people, because it gave her perspective. She didn't want anyone to be sick. She didn't yeah, want yeah. anyone to be bad, but she was like, well, look, well, look at them. Okay. And look, and I'm fine. I had 53 years with the man I love. Am not I very lucky? Yeah. She needed that perspective. Okay. Yeah. And she still does it. God bless her. And it gets her through the day. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And it makes me very happy that she has that. And that's what RIP.ie is for. Perspective. Yeah. So we'll do 
We'll do a bit of perspective share your shame today because none of this is shameful. Oh, okay. Grand, yeah. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Do I have to prepare myself? Perspective, your share, share your perspective. Let's do a share your perspective. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Let's just fix the scarf on my head. Okay, ready? Ready, ready? We do what? What do you want me to do? Do do your song, Mags. Oh, fucking hell. I never remember this song. Um, It's different today. Share your perspective. Share your perspective. Share a little bit, not too much. Share your perspective. Share it with us. I think I want Mags to stay, especially (laughs) for the musical bits of the podcast. That's very, very, very good. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there are some very small things like okay uh, i was like tell us your disappointment yeah and someone said buying something expensive and then you see it on sale the next week that is disappointing disappointing because then it makes you think i don't have any taste i never think about well not never but i'm very bad at thinking about like oh i won't get that now that'll be on sale soon no i never think about that because i always think i really like this i'm gonna buy this that will never go into stay into sale because I'm fashionable. Yeah, I own, it's only by chance if I see something and it's on sale. And I'm like, ooh. But some people are great. Like, no, I'm not getting that yet. That's going to be on sale. They know. Oh yeah, the fact people time things. You know, if things are a certain color, they know. Well, that's it's the black is going to be more popular than the purple. I want the purple, so I'm going to wait until it's on sale. How do people? It's like a sixth sense. Yeah, I think people make notes. They I, set reminders for themselves and stuff. I wandered into, my mother wants a pair of Ugg slippers, but okay. with the back on them. Right, yeah. She doesn't yeah. even want Ugg ones. I wanted to get her Ugg ones, right? Yeah. So old granny slippers with the back on them, not Uggs. Yeah. And I wandered into... Brand- like, sorry, this sounds like a guilt purchase. She's like, she just wants slippers with a back on them. <laughs> and that's going to be about 15 quid. So I kind of need to up it so I don't feel the guilt of getting a cheap present. I'll get her Ugg ones. 100%. It's exactly what it was. They ended up being bought from Marks and Spencer. She loves them. Thank you, Marks. Of course. And went in and went up. I was like, hi, yeah, any chance you've got those in a size, whatever. Yeah. And your mom looked at me and started laughing. She was really nice. Yeah. And she was just like, do you not see the signs? And I went, there was a sale. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the sale event. And she went, there is, that's the only thing left. She was like, there was people here at eight oh. o'clock in the morning queuing up. Every single pair of bugs is gone. Oh, my God. Okay. And this was four days into the sale. I kind of wandering going, do, hello. Do, do. How's it going? People are smart. They know what they want. They go yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. Very clever. They go get it. They're prepared. Someone told me that you need to get on Depop and Vestier and, and Vinted to start buying things. Because a lot of people buy things, wear them once and then they sell them. Okay. But that involves planning. Whereas oh, I just God. wander into a shop yeah. and pick it up and go, thank you. Yeah. Well, I don't wander into shops too much. I just get online. Well, yeah. Because she never goes getting her bits. That's what's wrong. She never goes getting her bits. She is the death, the death of towns and villages. Emma Doran. <sighs> Here we go. Never go shopping for her little. Uh, I'm disappointed that you brought that up again. Go on and anyway, make us another one. <laughs> Not being invited to someone's wedding when I thought that I was classed as oh, a good friend. Yes. Oh. Nice bit of perspective though, isn't it? What? What's the perspective there? You feel like you're on the outside. Oh yeah. Enjoy your baby. Stop investing time in those people. What if they were having a small because I'm a assu- Don't care. 
not get invited. If you're not inviting me to your wedding, it's over. Okay. just hide this uh, wedding invitation oh, list here. I take joy. I take joy list. in it. I was like, oh, you think you can get away with not inviting me to your wedding? Is that what you think? I'm sorry. When's the Vicar Street, Emma? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? But <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, whatever. It's different for everyone. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I would also say anyone who is a friend of Emma Dorn and they're planning on getting <laughs> married... Do invite her because you know what her husband does. He's a painter decorator. You need Shane in your life. And hey, invite me to your wedding because I am the person that will cancel two days before as well. So it's a win-win with me. <laughs> You've never cancelled going to a wedding. Of course I have. No, you have not. A wedding? Of course I have. 100%. Why? Scatty. As in you forgot that the wedding was on? No, just like, oh my God, I can't fucking, I have too much going on. So you, of course because I had a friend who you buckle up I love cancelling things last minute love and the bigger the better the bigger thrill it gives me the wedding is a pretty big thing to cancel yeah I know because you've gotten the invite yeah I know lads you should see how she's looking she's really proud of herself she looks like how I look when I tell a little white lie and I know that they know that it's they know I'm lying you look so happy. Come here. But sometimes it has to be done. So will I just... The release. Will I just put you down but, but be like, she's going to ghost me. I'll put you on the ghost list. Yeah, it's a possibility. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, don't be disappointed if I cancel. But come on, your wedding's not happening. Good point. I went, <laughs> I went back to college to do a degree as a mature student. And this was in the top college. I think we all know what one that is. Okay. Major disappointment and then all these swirly eye faces as to what they thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, that is that is disappointing because it's well, you know, I think that's a good example of time invested. Yeah, the, you know, the maths of the more time invested, really, the bigger the disappointment and the bigger it's allowed, you know, Sitting there watching, educating Rita every night for seven years and going, that's going to be me. And then you're like, this is shite. But just even going back and doing it and all that rigmarole. Yeah. Yeah, that's really annoying. And the getting in is such a huge achievement, mm-hmm. one would think. Uh, and planning your life around that. I'm now going to be doing this for X amount of yeah. years or time or whatever it is. There's quite a few messages here from people about not going to college. Okay, and they're, they're... They're disappointed that they didn't do that. Okay, yeah. That they didn't take that step. Right, yeah. But I suppose it's in your head, you think it's something that it might not be. I love going to college, it was great crack. Did I, did yeah. I, did I learn anything? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I mm. mean, I don't know what I would have, to be honest. Like, I mean, I was so young. What would I have done if I didn't go to college? Yeah. Really? I felt, yeah, I felt like you need the breathing space. But even asking people to choose what to do when you're 18. I know, yeah. Broad degree, lads. Broad degree. Broad degree. Um, There's a couple here now. Met someone fabulous. It was all going so well. Plans made. All changed in 24 hours and no idea why. Little heartbroken. Oh, well, I always think with those ones, and that is really disappointing because even back in the day, like when I was seeing people or whatever, I'm that type to be like, 
Okay, we're going to be together forever. I don't know what his second name is, but I think I'm sorted. Yeah. So, because, but as well, like, oh yeah, you know, oh, calm and get to know the person, whatever. But I feel like when you are into someone, that's the way to kind of go into it. Like anything is possible. There is. You know, there has to, there has to be an element of that because you're going to have to be vulnerable and take your chance. If the person uh, blanks you or whatever, or they're just, they're gone cold. As far as I can make out from my extensive research in the topic, it's usually nothing to do with you and it's just that their ex has come back into the fold or something like that. It's usually an outside person. See, I love the way you do that, that you're like, oh, it's something else, nothing to do with me. Whereas I'd be sitting there going, I'm a troglodyte. Everything about me is absolutely terrible. They hate me and this is what's happened. No, no, because I feel like with men in particular, they're much more likely to... Women are much more... I went and met them, nothing there. I couldn't imagine anything happened. Whereas men are much more willing to, like, just in their very nature, go and be still... I don't know, but, like, I'd pretty like to have... I'd like to have sex with her. You know what I mean? Like, women are repulsed by men a lot quicker than men are repulsed by women right. with personalities. So I feel like men will at least, they'll stick it out for the ride if there's a if chance there's a of a chance ride of coming. And whereas women, I feel, are a bit more, no, they'll call it quicker. So if a fella kind of just blanked you out of the blue or whatever, I would say, yeah, an ex has just come back into the fold. Because there's one that says, I met a guy at the end of July, was absolutely swept off my feet. It was amazing, but it burnt out really quickly. Cryy face. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, have we discussed this before? And it's one of the great shames. I think of a lot of people's lives when you meet someone that you like Mm. and you don't quite know the vibe. Mm. Bit of texting. Yeah. But you end up putting yourself in situations where you might bump into them. Uh, Yes. Like parking in a different car park because that's where they park or Mm. walking past the place you know that they have coffee in case they're inside. Mm. Little things I used to do in my 20s that yeah. make me want to punch myself in my face. See? No. Yeah. Oh, it's so cringe thinking back. There's disappointment in myself about that. Yeah, and you know what? That's disappointing. But what happened there was she met a professional summer boy. Professional summer boys can't be tr- trusted. They are people you only ever meet in summer and they're very good at summer. Oh my God, say more because I think you have just solved one thing that happened to me, to this utter, really gorgeous guy. Oh yeah, summer boys. Great date, like one of the best dates of my life. And then, well, a few nice dates. No, they only come out in summer. They come out in summer. They come out in summer, they do summer really well. Because the girlfriend's gone off travelling. Yeah, but she's gone to visit family. Oh my God, summer boys. Professional summer boys, yeah. You're doing stuff for me now. You are. That's what they, that's what they, honestly, I'm not making that up. That's what they are. Never even heard of that before. And now I'm going to believe it until the day I die. That's what that is. If you meet someone during the summer and it fizzes out within a month or whatever, that's what that is. Are there summer girls? There's summer girls too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes both ways. Yeah. <gasps> My sister-in-law bitching about her wedding guests. Or uh, instead of talking about the positives. Why is she bitching about your wedding guests? What's it got to do with her? It's your wedding. Oh, don't know. Something else going on there now. And now that's not someone you want to be spending time with if she's going to sit there bitching about your wedding guests. What's that? Her sister-in-law, is it? Yeah. Don't know. I think she's trying to say something without saying it. 
Say something without saying it. Yeah, maybe she's trying to say, I don't think enough of our family was invited. No, for God's sake. Uh, On our wedding day, on the turn of global lockdown, the fear of all the guests and what should be a happy occasion, the absolute guilt that we had potentially killing family members once the realisation hit. No honeymoon, locked away from everyone instantly. I can't look at memories from it. It's just too painful. Oh God. You poor thing. It's that thing of, remember we all thought we were going to kill someone? Oh, yeah. By just breathing. Yeah, yeah, big time. That was really harsh, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really bad. I remember Ella won this, like, award in school or something, and my mum and dad came over, and she was just totally freaked out about them being in the house. And it was, like, masks on and everything. Yeah. But, like, she was, and then I thought about all those people, like, the people in school and stuff who was really hammered home. Like, a lot for a lot of people, I think it depends depended a lot where like what job you were in or you know what I mean of how much it was like in your everyday thinking you know you, you know what I mean obviously we were all affected by it but like remember even all the like little kids in school with all the masks on yeah. like I'd say for teachers people like that they're just like oh my god the weddings Jesus just thinking the constant I could kill you I know I could kill you I'm just I'm oh, just living yeah. my life. I could kill you. God, that was a very tough time, wasn't it? It was, it was a very tough time. It was bad. Um, so there are, and I love this, a lot of people like giving their things and going, oh my God, what's for you won't pass you by. And mm. there's some really harsh things here. So this is going to get a bit deep. Okay. And I hope people are okay with this. Trigger warning for people about IVF and oh, yeah. child loss and miscarriage, by the way. Having a hysterectomy and the next day losing my aunt and my friend who lives 10 minutes away from me, she didn't call around for two months. And even then, she couldn't have a proper conversation as her screaming children came with her. So she was distracted and running around after them. And I haven't been bothered to reach out since. I don't know if that's childish of me or if it's right. That's a lot. You had a hysterectomy and your aunt died the next day. That's tricky. A hysterectomy changes someone Like everything Mm. That you were is kind of taken A part of you is taken out of your body I'm sure Jesus Yeah That is very hard And it's hard to Like I'm sure the friend doesn't realise That maybe you just need some I know Like one on one. But I suppose in her life she was like, I can't get away from my kids. See, it's two sides, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have the time. I don't have the five minutes to call mm-hmm. down. Although I found that recently. Um, a friend of mine who has three very young kids. And she is busy. Like, it is tough. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was use- useful as a chocolate teapot. I don't know what to, you know, I can't just yeah. storm into the house and start washing up. Yeah. And I'd love to be able to do that. But then I rang her last week we're on the phone for ages over an hour and it was lovely yeah like half an hour she was there chatting to her kids and half an hour she was chatting it was lovely like yeah. in between just to have a chat with her and I suppose I had felt I can't do that I can't encroach on her time is how I felt because she's too yeah. busy it's, it's such a tricky one isn't it it really is yeah um how about this coming home from the hospital after having a baby to the same dishes in the sink. They'd been there for a week himself without farming. Oh my gosh. I think 
I I think my eyes just bugged out of my head. I genuinely think my eye came out of my head there like I was in a cartoon. I think I fucking flipped. Oh my God. But you pushed will, a baby I out know. of you. But what I will say is though, that's like, don't get me wrong, I'd flip and super annoying. But Jesus Christ. do you know when somebody's in hospital, right? And they've had a baby and they're still in hospital. Time moves exceptionally slow when you're in. Mm-hmm. You're like, it just is, time is completely different when you're in hospital, mm-hmm. right? And then when that person goes home, they are usually, especially with the first child, they are usually like getting bombarded by phone calls, people knocking in, people wanting to know. So no time to put the headphones in, answer the phone saying, yeah, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. While you're washing oh, up no, a few no. dishes. I'm just saying like, I would be raging because I have made sure everyone knows my feelings on that. Sweet mother of divine, just a few dishes. A week later, there's mold growing on. There's yeah, spores see, in the house that the new baby's see, coming into. This is the thing. Ah, uh, here. No, but what I'm saying is, one person's just a few dishes is another person's just a few dishes. So to me, I'm like that woman. Those few dishes are very symbolic, are very important. But then to other people, it's just a few dishes. It's not something to get exercised about. A week later, though, that's more. Oh, no, I'd be fucking raging. A week, a week later? I'd she be was in burning. hospital no, with I'd... her new baby for a week? Look, I'd be burning the farm. Whoa. I'm just trying to be, you know, understanding for a change. But I'd burn the farm down. <laughs> I was worried about you there. I was like, what is happening to... No, no. Mags has really done I'd a left hook there. I'd burn the farm down. And I'd stand out at the farm, some barn or something, having a smoke. Well, the thing fucking exploded behind me. And I'd just be shouting, how'd you like me now, bitch? With, look, the, with the wear around you, the unwashed wear around yeah. your feet going, well, look what I'd survived. Burn, I'd f- and I'd be fucking the plates into the fire as well. Um, so there's a message in here and there are lots of messages like this and my heart is broken for people. IVF cycle failed. I hate the phrase what's for you won't pass you. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. I'm still waiting for someone to explain why it's not meant to be, why I deserve this and why it's meant for others close to me. And I've got to live with that every single day. That is so tough. Clearly you've been, clearly you've been told what's meant to be will be. People need to stop. In, in that instance, 100% people just need to not say it. Don't say it. Don't. Why is it meant to be for you and not for someone else? It's No, no, no. It's really, really, that's really, really, really hard. There's one here, did IVF 15 times, but have an amazing son. Had four miscarriages on the way too. I hate it when people, especially doctors, would say, just think positive. Visualize a positive pregnancy test. We got through it as we had no other choice. One day at a time kept kept going. It was so rough, but I couldn't give up and I couldn't stop. I know I'm very lucky to afford to keep going. What's meant for you won't pass you by. I hate it. What about the four babies that we lost? What about them? I know some people take comfort, but not for me. It's like the secret and visualization. If I'd visualized Harder? Would my first round of IVF worked? We're all so unique 
uh, so need different supports and approaches to our sadness or we're just down at times and different phases and different things work for different people. Jesus Christ, if you'd visualised it harder, would your first round of IVF worked? I, I can't. I can't with that. That is cruel. Oh, it's cruel. Yeah, the phrase, no. And you know what? I think sometimes for people when they say that it's like a reflex, they don't actually, if they actually stopped and thought about what saying, what you're actually saying by saying that to somebody. You know what I mean? I know. As you say, it's to fill the gap and it's something that's in our vocabulary. It's a mm. phrase that we have that we go to. Like someone here says, on the what's for you won't pass you by piece. I definitely believe that it's true, but never the correct response at the time of the disappointment. It is just too wrong. Yeah. And you know what? It makes the person delivering it feel much better than the person it's meant for. It's not meant for the person you're saying it to. It's it's to make the person who's listen who should be listening or is trying to listen feel better. Yeah. So yeah. It's so, so, so bad. Um I've done two rounds of IVF. It hasn't worked. I don't know why my body has failed me. I'm just so utterly disappointed in myself. I have a healthy baby. I love my child so much. And that's all people say. You have a healthy baby. You're very lucky. Please just stop. Stop saying that to me. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, stop saying it. It's hard. Yeah. Of course that person knows that they have a healthy child. Yeah. And they love that child. But like mm. the disappointment in your body and what your body is doing. Yeah. I think that's something that is very, it's unique. And of course there are men who are let down with sperm counts as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you know, you need sperm donors and there has to be a huge disappointment around that. Of course, being women, we know people who have mm-hmm. had failed IVF and what that does to someone mentally. Yeah. And your body knows as well. Your body knows what's going on. Yeah. So when people feel like that I mean how could they not they don't they don't need if there's a positive spin to be put on it they'll be the ones able to do it Mm. they don't need an outside person to put the positive spin but you want to make see this is the issue Mm -hmm. this is where I'm like for what what the fuck you want to pass you by because you want to make someone feel better and you don't want to make someone feel that disappointment in your body yeah. Is heartbreaking. Yeah. Because it's you. You internalize it. You're mm-hmm. like, well, it's me. They're my organs. Why aren't they working? Yeah. Why aren't they doing what I have been told for my entire life my body is meant to do naturally? Yeah. It's why, yeah, your body is programmed to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it totally. has always been put on the women. Of course. I'm going to throw Henry VIII out here. Do you know, do you know uh, what I mean? I know. Yeah. It was never his fault. Nothing about him. I suppose the other thing that's kind of... Obviously, if somebody knows that you've been through that, they're probably like... You would imagine within someone's inner circle to know that that's going on. But I'd say you get it all the time. You know, from anyone who knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a message here. I've had three miscarriages. One at a very late stage. I was quite obviously pregnant. And if I hear what's for you won't pass you by one oh, more yeah, time, I think I'm going to 
punch the next person in the street. Shut the fuck up. There is a depth of human tragedy in these messages that just make me so sad. It's really, really, really sad. There's someone here. I've been trying to buy a house for the last three years with my partner. We have lost out on 10 houses at this stage. I don't know how I can keep going on. We're living at home with my parents and they are so good to us, but it is putting our relationship on a massive strain because we feel like we're teenagers and that we're not getting past uh, this phase in our life. Yeah. I don't know how much longer we'll survive this as a couple. Well, those things obviously very, you know, they're very different, but I think what they have in common is that when your life is in a kind of a limbo phase where you feel like you can't, um, you're just, you can't, there's no moving forward from where you are now. Yeah. Um, and I suppose when when people say, oh, what's for you? It's just a very trivial response to your own actual life. It's remember, my grand used to say something when my mom would bring us to the doctor or like, you know, the GP or whatever. And she'd come back and um, say, oh, how'd you get on? And, you know, the doctors. And she said, well, he didn't seem to be overly concerned and he said, well, he wouldn't be. They're not his kids. And kind of but like basically saying to my mom, don't be worried about other people, you know, trivializing your life or your concerns. Yeah. Because it's your, it's your fucking life. You know, you're the one living it and having to deal with all that stuff. And I'd just like to tell you, there are so many responses here. Heartbreaking. An awful lot of it is about yeah. miscarriage, IVF, not being able to get pregnant, heartbreak. We're all in it. We all have it. Oh, yeah, totally. And sometimes it's okay to be disappointed. And you know what? Good and bad things are going to happen for people regardless of whether you say positive or negative things to them. Yeah. So... It's actually not beneficial because good things can happen to you even when you're in a not in a great place mentally. And bad things can happen to you when you're in a fantastic place mentally. Mm. So you adding what may be perceived as a positive comment it's actually doesn't matter. But I suppose... And no one should feel bad for wallowing about stuff. Either. No. But I suppose we should kind of also remember that the people who say these things to you probably really do believe it and are hoping and wishing the best for you mm-hmm. which is such a lovely thing but sometimes it's just easier to say I'm really sorry for what you're going through yeah but it's very it's an uncomfortable situation for people to be in life can be utterly shit and actually just on that as well so say my friend comes to me and she's going through ter- she's going through a terrible time and she tells me that her sister-in-law said to her, well, what's for you won't pass you by. And in my head, I'm like, oh God, I'm sure she meant well, but she really fucked up. I can't tell my friend that the sister-in-law meant well. I have to support my friend and say, what a fucking stupid bitch. So it's a never ending cycle. So even the fact that you know that that person was probably trying to be nice. They were. When your friend needs you, don't tell them. Oh, look, they're probably just trying to be nice because that's keeping the cycle going. Just look at your friend and say, what a stupid fucking bitch. That's what she wants you to say. 
She doesn't want you to be understanding. She can be understanding if she wants. In that moment, she doesn't want to be understanding of someone else's lack of communication skills. So just say, yeah, I know. What a stupid bitch. And you also don't have to use the word bitch because the inherent misogyny uh, implied in that yeah, word. Yeah, but we've, we've reclaimed <laughs> the word. We have not reclaimed the word. And always it's remember. It's an age thing. I'm younger than you. We've reclaimed it. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. And always remember that. that if you want to invite a C-list celebrity to your wedding, Irish C-list celebrity to your wedding, you can put her on the list, give it out and be like, Emma Doran's coming to my wedding and she won't I, come. You can save, you can save yourself a hundred quid. Now. I, I wouldn't reckon I'm C now. <laughs> I reckon you'd be C, would you? Uh, maybe not. No, no. Karen Costa would be C. I'm way, I'm way down. I don't know. All we need to say is Irish celebrity. No such Irish thing. Celebrity. Remember, okay. yeah, there yeah. is no such thing as an Irish no, celebrity. Everybody knows everybody. And Victoria, if you ever want to come back with more music, I am sitting here and waiting, preferably with I Dane Bowers. We're going to be in the London Irish Centre on October the 13th. That is in London. Please get your yes. tickets. We're not going to be talking about very sad things. And we hope that everyone is okay today because we're all disappointed in life and it's okay for them to be trivial. I've been Myrna O'Connell. I've been Emma Doyne. And this has been... And another thing. Thanks, Mags. It's been amazing having you there. Can we have Mags for a second to say goodbye? You're a whole bizarre. And, and look. Oh, fuck it. Like what I talked to you about. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast, Another Bite. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now.